ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. I think the fire on the Hawaiian island of Maui serves as a stark reminder, if we needed one, of the devastation we can face at the hands of natural disasters worsened by climate change. Could it be time for genuine new thinking in we in the way we handle them? That in as well as good preparedness, we focus on ways to stop the disasters before they start. Well, ideas that seem like science fiction are being seriously researched, using drones, for instance, to put out lightning fires, aerosol injections to divert cyclones, or infrastructure changes to create spongy cities and floating houses. Rosalind Princely is the Head of Disaster Solutions at the ANU's Institute for Climate, Energy and Disaster Solutions, and she joins me now. Hello there, Rosalind. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good. Look, um, I know notice that the UN Office for Disaster, Disaster Risk Reduction predicts the world will face 560 disasters per year by 2030. Um, now, we try not to depress people when, when they're listening, but what kinds of disasters make the list? Uh, they, they all do, unfortunately. Um, so we're expecting um, increases in floods and you only need to look on the news every day to see those increases in floods across the world. And that's because of the increasing temperatures and the increasing moisture holding capacity of the atmosphere. Um, so more intense floods, uh, as we've seen here in Lismore, where I am today. Um, and we're expecting more intense cyclones in many parts of the world. And Australia is one of those parts of the world where we'll be expecting more intense cyclones to be coming further south. So it's intense. Um, it's in, so we, we recognise the, 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 the spectacles. They'll just be more intense. That's really, if you had to really summarise it. Yes, and so um, my uh, one of the people in my team who's a cyclones expert um, has predicted that, for instance, in Asia, we could be expecting cyclones with wind speeds up to 315 kilometres an hour before the end of the century, and um, that's massive. The destruction that those sorts of cyclones would cause, both due to the increased wind speeds and increased rainfall, are something that we've never experienced in the world before, and we need to be ready for it. Now, your team, therefore, is working on innovative solutions. Um, now, for instance, with bushfires, you've partnered with a lightning exp expert from the US. I wonder what you've done so far, and I, I just must say, these are things that we, they're not necessarily having the money put in them yet, are they? Because they're so out there, they're so futuristic, but they're starting to be taken a little bit more seriously, are they? Yes. So the problem is that um, climate change is really intensifying the disasters and the risk from these disasters in a way that we've not seen before. And our incremental solutions, the solutions that we've traditionally used, are just not keeping up with those disasters. And I'm sure... All of your listeners in Southeast Australia will remember the bushfires in 2019, 2020, and the amount of um, damage that they caused and the smoke, not being able to go outside and breathe for many weeks on end. And so this is something that had not really ever happened before to such an extent. Those bushfires um, were caused largely or the, by lightning strikes in remote areas. And so if you imagine um, normally when you, a, a citizen sees a fire, they call triple zero and the fire brigade comes. But if a fire started in a remote area, the, um, no one sees it. And so by the time someone sees the smoke, which it, the fire's got so big right. that you can't put it out. So our idea is turning 
um, everything on its head and not waiting for the fires to get so big, but detecting the lightning strikes as soon as they cause the fire ignition. And how would you do that? Okay, so at the moment we can detect lightning strikes, but at any one time in over a huge area, there might be thousands and thousands of them. And this US company that you mentioned called FNN um, has developed a new kind of lightning detector that can work out which of those thousands of strikes are going to cause the fires. And so, or most likely to cause the fires. So what we have now is we have some experimentation with drones that would be out there ready for the lightning to happen because you can predict lightning. Um, you can predict when it's going to happen and where, approximately where. Um, and then as soon as um, the lightning strikes, these detectors would work out of those thousands of strikes, which say 50 of them are likely to be ignitions. And the drone would go there and report to another um, vehicle where the lightning strike is, and if there is a ignition, then we'd put it out. Interesting. Now, I think there's other similar bushfire research using AI at the moment. Is that right? That's right. Um, um, we are also um, trialling a whole range of different detection technologies. So we think in order to detect these tiny fires in remote bushland, we need to use a lot of different strategies, ranging from satellites through to AI, um, which would be these cameras on towers that um, use artificial intelligence to find smoke, so to detect smoke. And so um, this is like a, a virtually a competition across the world. Everyone's trying to develop these cameras to actually have as few false positives as possible because obviously um, smoke to a, a AI camera looks quite similar to dust or a cloud. And so how can you actually work out if it's actually smoke and not have all these false alarms for the fire brigade. Gee, how interesting. Um, a, a lot of people, I think, will be surprised to know that weather manipulation is far more common than we might think. The World Meteorological Organisation believes 50 countries are involved in weather manipulation. Now, what's, what, are, what are they using it for? Yes. So, um, I mean, just for an example, by the way, um, China has a Department of Weather Modification um, with 35,000 people in it. So they're taking it very seriously. Here in Australia, um, we are using weather modification for um, cloud seeding to a certain extent. So to make more rain or sometimes more snow. Um, in um, other countries, many countries across the world, they're using it to try to stop hailstorms. So um, here in in Canberra, where I usually live, um, we had a very large hailstorm back in January 2020, which destroyed many buildings and cars and um, stripped all the leaves off all the trees. It was very unpleasant. If there was a way to avoid that, it would have saved millions and millions of dollars worth of damage. Okay. So, uh, so are these various solutions that you're describing, and we could go into more, are they being funded now or is this a really a you regarded as on the edge, as it were? We are a bit on the edge, um, but I think we shouldn't be on the edge. So that's really the problem when it comes down to it. Um, we have spent huge amounts of, in fact, um, we're spending $368 billion on AUKUS to prepare for an uncertain war with China that might happen in the 2050s. Um, we have um, a new initiative from the government, a $3.4 billion initiative to establish the Advanced 
Strategic Capabilities Accelerator to develop the capabilities for the Defence Force, looking at new innovations. We don't have anything like that for natural disasters and they're not in the 2050s, they're here now. Um, we're looking, you know, we've just had floods, we had fires, we're going to have more extreme fires, we're going to have more extreme floods, we're going to have more extreme cyclones. We can't just keep picking up the pieces. I'm here in Lismore and it's it's depressing for people to have to recover from these disasters and it's very difficult for the government to manage the process. So we need other solutions, solutions that can actually intervene in the disasters and um, stop them happening so that we don't get the death and destruction that result from them. Well, Rosam, we will keep up with you. It sounds very interesting. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Okay. Rosalind Princely is the Head of Disaster Solutions at the ANU's Institute for Climate, Energy and Disaster Solutions. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.